Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 8822. 800-458-8822. With America's best warranty and complimentary maintenance, plus available premium features like wireless device charging, the Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, and Kona SUVs make every street easy street. Get 0% financing or $750 bonus cash plus complimentary maintenance on the Tucson. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Chicago and Northwest Indiana Hyundai dealer today. Offer ends May 31st. Call 224-661-0068 for details. This is the official radio home of the Chicago Cubs. Swing and a miss. Strike three and the Cubs win the ball game. Listen to every game here on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios. Presented to you in part by your local Hyundai dealers. WSCR Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. And always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! And now, live on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. It's Gabe Ramirez. That's it? This is my Angry Birds intro, that's it? So if you don't know, I have a red streak in the middle of my head. I just just was attacked by Lawrence Holmes on Twitter. Literally just said, I was having a text exchange with Clay Harbor. Talking about changing your habits, that's why you're out of shape. And I, and I said, I feel attacked. And then Clay Harbor says, let's hit the gym. I said, not for three hours. And then Lawrence Holmes says, they're letting you in with that red streak? I said, once again, I feel attacked. And then I come start the show, and my producer, Shady Sears, hits me with an Angry Birds thing. It's fair. It's really, it really is fair. You can follow me on uh, Twitter. I'll follow you back. At Chicago underscore Gabe. I put up some video of me on Sunday on SportsZone with Cassie Carlson. And I got to admit, I was worried about this red streak in my hair going on Fox TV. It's like, has there ever been a sportscaster that hits the airwaves with a red streak in their head? I say, you know what? Screw it. Whatever. I like the pocket score that matched the red streak. Owned it. Adam Amin. Shout out Adam Amin. 
He commented, he said, dude, I like the way you leaned into it with the red pocket square. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Shout out Anthony Heron. Commit to the bit. Speaking of the bit, you got my intro for the trifecta. <laughs> That's a magic number. Morrell going to third. He will slide. He's got That's a triple. Number three. All right, this is the trifecta. Top three stories in my brain. Give them to you guys at six o'clock each weeknight. Except when the Cubs and the Sox are, or excuse me, Cubs and the Bulls are playing. <laughs> I love it, man. Do it all. The, the thing is this. You're so young that our audience here has zero idea what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that you, was what I was worried about. I was You three this. young schmucks in the back studio room are just cracking up. And every other adult that came and is leaving their nine to five right now is just like, what's going on at the score? That's right. <laughs> That's right. You own it. You commit to the bit, Sean Sears. All right. Top three stories of the day. Uh, in my mind, that is. We're going to start with Cubs. Last night, dropped the first of three against the Houston Astros, 6-4. to 6-4. Cubs were down early in that one. They were down 4-0, like, in the blink of an eye. And then in the fourth, with men on first and third, Jan Gomez hits a sack fly. That scored Cody Bellinger. Then Nick Madrigal knocked in a single, leaving men on first and second. For the Dominicano, Christopher Morel, who he should do a bachata. after He hits so many of these. Like, maybe when he gets to home plate on the way to the dugout, he should do the bachata. High leg kick and the pitch. Morell swings, drills one deep left field. Forget about it. Tie game. Another monster home run by Christopher Morell. Way up over the advertising board, short of the railroad tracks in left center. I know I know Sean Sears was trying to do the bachata over there, feeling good, loving no Christopher Morell. Hey, just man. Oh, I, I would never have been able to guess that, Sean Sears. What, is, right. it, is it my everything that gave it away? <laughs> Maybe the Cubs jersey. All right, uh, the game was tied in, uh, all the way up until the seventh. Michael Fulmer came in, and I'm going to ask you about that, Sean, my resident Cub fan over here. Uh, he comes out in the seventh, gets the first two outs, and that and he started feeling good, you know, because obviously the Cubs were holding the Astros down at that point, but then he allowed a single to Dubon, and then the Astros did what the Astros do, and that's break your heart with Alex Bregman. To Breckman, hit in the air, deep left center field. Morell looks up. The Astros take the lead. A two-run home run by Alex Bregman. Six to four, Houston. Zach Zayman just lets you know. At that point, it was six to four. They held on to that lead. And shout out to Zach Zayman. Yesterday, got it all confused. Espo was doing the pregame. They found out like right beforehand. I didn't get relayed the message, but uh, Zach Zayman is on the pregame today. Cubs first pitch, 7-10 p.m., game two in the series. Uh, Cubs are throwing out Justin Steele. Astros throwing out Christian Christian Javier. Uh, pre-game starts at 6-35 with Zach Zayman. And then Pat and Ron got the call at 7-10 p.m. Number two. Number two, you know, of course, I'm thinking about the Cubs. I'm thinking about the White Sox, who didn't get a chance to play yesterday. But <laughs> they do begin a stretch of 13 games versus divisional opponents. And dare I say, dare I, dare I say it? It's the most important stretch of the season. Weren't you tired hearing that last year? I feel like I feel like it was. It seemed like every single series or every other series is one that could define the season. This is the series to go ahead and do it. And here we are again. Uh, Sox have three versus the Guardians starting today. Uh, then they go and face the Royals. Then they head to Cleveland for another three-game set over there. And then they finish it off in Detroit with uh, a run of games four versus the Tigers. So that one starts today. The Sox are sending out Lance Lynn. 
versus Shane Bieber. You know how Aaron Rodgers kind of owns the Green Bay Packers? I feel like Shane Bieber owns the Chicago White Sox in the same way. And But I, but I do want to say this. At home, and this is my Homer heart pounding heart right now, Lance Lynn, I feel like he loves pitching here in Chicago, right? And so on the bump, kind of the same way he pitched the gem after Steve Stone said he was fat and that he needed to eat, eat a salad. All right, he didn't say he was fat. He said he needed to eat a salad, though. And so the same way he bounced back and pitched well there, I feel like he's going to do the same today, right? Pitching against Shane Bieber, going to, you know, do well. At least this is what I'm hoping for. <laughs> this is, just being honest, this is what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a gem from Lance Lynn because, you know, Shane, Shane Bieber is going to do his thing. But uh, that game kicks off at 7.10 p.m. as well. Number one. Number one story inside the trifecta. Again, these are in no particular order. If this is the first time you're hearing it, these are just, it's kind of like how my brain works anyway. It's just kind of scattered around. Uh, but right now, uh, the number one story for me is the NBA news that have, that has been around and circulating. Of course, the NBA draft is today. Uh, the NBA draft, the lottery, I should say, is today. So we'll find out who's going to uh, get the rights to choose Victor Wembanyama because we know that's what's happening. Uh, but, but but some other things that bothered me and made me feel a certain type of way. Doc Rivers was relieved from his duties as, this co- as a coach of the 76ers. And didn't, saw, didn't feel right, right? Well, it, it, it didn't feel right specifically because it came on the heels of the firing of Monty Williams. And so you say to yourself, Monty Williams, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, but Chris Paul wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? DeAndre A wasn't necessarily playing right. And it just didn't feel right in the, for Monty Williams. I get it. Sometimes you need a fresh coat of paint. Totally understand that. And you could say the same thing for Doc Rivers. But damn. I mean, Embiid's a little hurt. I have a couple issues with that. One is that you know management, and by management, I'm talking about ownership, went to Joel Embiid and talked to him, right? He, they didn't just say, hey, we're going to fire him, and we don't care what you say, Joel Embiid. They obviously want Joel to be there and be happy. So they were like, hey, bro, we're thinking about firing Doc Rivers. That, like, that conversation had to have happened. And like most things, sometimes you need a fresh coat of paint. So it's going to be interesting. Who are you going to get to go to Philadelphia to try to right the ship? And that's going to be what's interesting. What are you going to get, like Mike Budenholzer? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you going to get? And we know J.J. Redick has been interviewing for jobs specifically with the Toronto Raptors, but he actually threw some shade at Doc Rivers, which I didn't like either. Uh, But Doc was quoted as saying, uh, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from that Clippers team, the one that he once coached, but he said that team was never going to win. We just didn't get along well as a group, and you can't win without cooperation. And then J.J. Redick, who – has had this semi-rise to fame by trolling. Nah, I don't want to say trolling. Being a truth teller and trolling. Because I would do want to, he does have good takes. But he also trolls. And then he tweeted out, I wonder if the Sixers cooperated. Put a parenthesis around the Sixers. He said they. Uh, I wonder if they cooperated. Talking about the Sixers. And, and then a day later, he gets fired. So that, I don't know. It just didn't feel right. Didn't seem, seem right to me. Because listen, everybody wants, a lot of people want Billy Donovan's head here for the Chicago Bulls. Dollar in the bucket. But... It's like at least Doc Rivers is getting far. At least Monty Williams is taking his team to you know to the promised land in certain situations. Like only one team is going to win the championship, guys. It's going to be the Denver Nuggets. So what are you going to do? Fire everyone else that's going to you know lose leading up to that point? Yes, I did say the Nuggets were going to go ahead and win. All right, there's a trifecta, ladies and gentlemen. That's a magic number. Right here on six seventy, the score. I am Gabe Ramirez, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Hopefully you guys have been enjoying this beautiful 80-degree day, man. It's like they're few and far between, especially at this time of year. Uh, so when they happen, you got to take advantage of them. Light, little, light breeze downtown. But you know what? It's not going to steal my joy, nonetheless. I got to shout out everybody listening on the Odyssey app, streaming us 
on there. I can't say it enough, um, especially today, that, you know, there are a lot of other things on the Odyssey app that, you know, are really cool. Like today, 7 o'clock, I'm jumping on during the Cubs game, and I'm doing a draft lottery special. I'm already... I already do a bunch of, like, Latin things on here. The last thing I need is, like, some air horns to make it even worse. <laughs> I'd rather have the Angry Bird thing than the air horns. Uh, but I'm going to be on at 7 o'clock. I'm going to be following the lottery, talking about where the Bulls end up. Hopefully it's in the top four. Like I said, I did a little brujeria, which is, like, some spells that I'm casting, hoping that the Bulls can end up in that top four. How cool would that be? Um, even if it's not Victor Wembanyama, Scoo Henderson, You've seen the, the the if you haven't go look at him. He looks like a linebacker. That's what everybody's saying, and he's a point guard, scoring point guard, some somebody that the Bulls could use. So that'd be great if that were to uh, actually happen as well. Uh, but we'll, we'll get an opportunity to do that again. That happens at seven o'clock on the Odyssey app. You'll get a notification if you follow the score, and I'll, I'll be jumping on there talking well, to you guys. Hey, as well. Gabe, Talk how awesome to would it be if this happened with the first pick. In the NBA draft, the Chicago Bulls select Victor Wembanyama. Va faire lever peut-être Marcel Cerdon. Le double pump pour Chassis une fois. Wembanyama! Papa, 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 Wembanyama! Oh, I think I'm crying. I think I'm. I think there's a tear forming in my eye right now. Sean Sears, that was beautiful, man. Dude, that was the first highlight I found. That dude just went off. I was like, that's the one. Don't need to look anymore. (laughs) That's great. I need more of that. Oh, I need more of that. Like every single time the Bulls play. (sighs) But it's just not likely, right? It's like it's not likely that that happens because there's no way the sports gods gift the Bears with the number one pick. Shout out Lovey Smith. The Blackhawks number one pick. Shout out to the NHL and the conspiracy theorists. And then they go ahead and just get it to the Chicago Bulls. I mean, geez. First of all, that would say a lot about our city that everyone has pity for us. Like, they're like, dude, you guys suck, and you're not bringing in the revenue you're supposed to. So here's some number one picks, bro. Get it together. Hey, I'm here for it, though. I'm, I'm here for the collusion. I'm here for the Victor Wemba. Even number two, I'm here for a top four pick. I'm here for the not giving the pick to the, to the Orlando Magic. Yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at with this. Just, just somehow keep your pick, man. Yeah, because, I mean— Let's be honest, though. I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God. I hate, I, and I, and I got to admit, I hate these people. Oh, my God. You gave up your first-round pick for Vooch. It's an 11th pick. How often? Like, come on. How, how often is the 11th pick? Sure, you're going to be able to go do some stats and find a couple of 11s out there that did well. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, you're getting another role player, and that doesn't, that's not helping the Bulls. No. You're, yeah. not, you're not getting anybody that's better than Vooch? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're, you, unless you have the first two picks, maybe, I'd yeah. say in an NBA draft. Like, the rest of you guys, you're, you're drafting role players. Yeah. You're drafting guys with high value or upside. And in this draft, obviously, there's the Twins, then there's Scoot, and then there's Victor Wembanyama. So, you know, you have a little depth there. But the 11th pick, like, come on, get off that argument, bro. You're, you're not going to get anyone that is, that is as good as Vooch. If I need to remind you, there are 450 players in the NBA, only 10 average 10 rebounds a game. And Vooch had the fifth highest amount of rebounds in the NBA. Come on. It's just not going to happen. And he's, he has the, 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 he can put up 20 points a game. Let's, come on, let's not be ridiculous. Anyway, the whole hope for all us Bulls fans is that the Bulls end up with that top four slot. Victor Wembanyama. Va faire lever peut-être Marcel Cerdon. Le double pump on chassis une fois. Wembanyama! Bon, 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 yay, 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 yay! I like, I like, bon, 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 or bon, 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 not Wembanyama. <laughs> That's great. Could you imagine Stacey King? Do, do you know how many 
friggin' names Stacey King would I didn't go? even think about that. But Bruh. That's, that's another level of Bulls fandom. They would just be like, make this amazing. He'd be like, wee, 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 Minyama. <laughs> like, I got a couple for him. He'd go anywhere, man. He's, he just, you, give, you give a guy like Stacey King creativity there. Do like, you have he, any great Poupon? Like, excuse me. Do you have any Wimbenyama? Like, it, like, I'm not as talented as Stacey King coming up with those things. Nor do I. I wonder if he actually, in my mind, because I have thought about this. I'm like, does Stace go in the room and, like, you know, spend a couple hours jotting, like, 20 things down? You got to get Adam Amin on at some point. Scratching him out. See how uh, Stacey comes up. Yeah. And there's brainstorming if this is just in the moment. No, it's 100% not in the moment. Way too creative, way too intelligent to be off the cuff. There's no no one's that talented. I, I mean, know. come on. I don't know. Give me the hot sauce. That did not come out of nowhere. That's true. Or when he, he just has them for everybody. Someone teach me how to post videos to Facebook. <laughs> That's one of the best ones, man. Ah, he's he's a legend. Stacey King, he is. And I would, I just, you know what? You know what? Victor Wembanyama on the Bulls is not a selfish request. No, it's simply because I want my brother, Stacey King, to, you know, have more ammunition and to be out there. I can't wait for something like that. Ah, all right. Again, 7 o'clock tonight. Catch me on the Odyssey app. Uh, I'll be talking about it. Would love to get your thoughts as well. And we'll be hanging out on there. So make sure you guys go ahead and download that thing. All right. On the other side, um, we get an opportunity. Of course, Cubs baseball begins at 7, 10 p.m. Zach Zayman got the pregame starting at 635. I'm leading you right into that thing. And, you know, Jamison Tyone, actually, I thought he did well yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess we're staying here. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yesterday I had one. I love this. This is even better. All right. So let's, 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 let's pivot real quick. You know, before we pivot, because I thought I had a break. I, Lakers, Nuggets tonight. We'll stick in the NBA you sure, know, space sure, sure. before I go to Cubs. Um, le, the, the Nuggets are like minus two-something to win this game. Okay. And if you know LeBron James, and I am a LeBron James hater and one that studies him well. That's, I'm one of those guys. Like, I hate him, but I have to know his stats in order to really be able to hate on him. You got to get a real dig in. I hear him. Yeah, of course. I, uh, he usually wins game one. Let's just be very clear. He usually does. Like, even if they – even if – like – so, I remember, like, all the Bulls seasons when he was crushing us in Cleveland, the Bulls would win game one and gave you this false hope. And then you're like, oh, dude, we're totally winning this series. And then he just comes and crushes you in games two, three, four, five. But then the latter half of his career, he's, he's, taken, he's taken that game one. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, 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 I've been hearing everybody talk. about. I saw the stat today. Uh, Kendrick Perkins was talking about it. Jokic averages... The most points versus Anthony Davis out of anybody in the NBA with a minimum of 15 field goal attempts. Isn't that wild? That's super weird. Like nobody else. Like Joe gets number one guy. That seems odd to me. That's super weird. You would think, I mean, like Anthony Davis isn't necessarily like a defensive stopper. Right. But like he's seven feet. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's definitely like, you know, up there with blocks. Right. For sure. He's a rim protector for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that was going to be interesting. I, I do feel, and I just said it in the, in the trifecta, I do think the Nuggets are going to win the championship. I, they've been one of my favorite teams all year, I think. And this is one of the best iterations that we've seen of this Nuggets team. Of course, because when you look at, when you look at their squad, they're finally healthy. Michael Porter Jr. is not injured with his back. Jamal Murray is back in business. He's that dude, man. Aaron Gordon is under, understanding his role on that team, which is, I am not the man. He thought that his first couple of months, and, and actually first year, like probably a like year and a half in Denver, he thought like, hey, bro, I'm the man. Give me the ball. Why are we giving it to Michael Porter Jr.? Jamal, yeah. Jamal Murray's not here. I'm dude. He had a lot of heat check threes. Yeah. Dude. And then he's finally settled in, and he understands 
I am the prime defender on the opposing team's best player. And when somebody needs a bucket, if I got the ball, I'm shooting because I can. But I'm not. that's not what I'm here for. Anyway, they round out the team. Contavious Caldwell-Pope. They have a, a, a nice uh, bench there. Of course, their coach has been through it. Finished the season, you know, number one in the West. And any uh, to be very frank, I'll, any team playing LeBron, I'm going to go ahead and go against. It's like the Yankees, you know, like you just kind of just want every team other than them to win. And that's how I feel about LeBron. I was, <laughs> speaking of the Angry Birds thing, I mentioned that I was on Fox 32, and then we were talking about this very same thing on Sunday. And they're like, "Hey, who do you think's going to win the championship?" And I was like, "Listen," and I started just like this on TV. I was like, "Listen." I'm a LeBron hater. <laughs> I was like, so let me just be Cards real. Cards on the table. Let me just be real. Uh, I think the Nuggets are going to take it. And if LeBron wins and it's against the Celtics, I think the Celtics are going to take it. It's just it's just where I'm at right now in my life. But LeBron says, this is all I'm playing for. This is the only reason I play is to win championships in the present. That is until Bronny gets in the league. Cough, cough, until my son gets in the league. Yeah, until my son gets in the league. And then whatever team takes him, then I'll just, I want to play with him. We got to be. I know we have the cut of Demar Derozan saying that Bronny's better than some of the players in the NBA. That's a stretch right there. Uh, but Bryce, I think Bryce is going to be way better than Bronny. If you look at him, he just has that. Like Bronny looks like he's been in like training camps his whole uh, his whole life, and he's like a robot. And I play basketball the right way. And Bronny's like this like swaggy. You know, it's it's the younger brother syndrome, right? Where like. Your big bro's doing it, and you're like, whatever. He's hooping. Yeah, I can hoop too, but I'm not really trying to say that I do. And then all of a sudden, he's just better. Taller, bigger, better. You get the cut? Is he, is he, How did you feel about the tweet that LeBron sent out? Bronny was better than some current NBA guys. We do guys a lot of sorry mother- <laughs> in the league. I'm be honest. <laughs> No cap. I'm the type of dude, I keep my opinions to myself. I chill. I play the backseat. But being in the league so long, you realize how many mother- don't love the game of basketball, who take it for granted, who feel so entitled, who just want everything that come with it, but don't want to put the work in. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. You know what I mean? It's like we played in an era where you had to like earn everything. Mm-hmm. So you got so many guys coming in thinking like they just should be playing because they homeboy told them they nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, you're not good. So I definitely got Brian's standpoint of that because you'll be surprised. It's a good, what is it, 450 of us? It's a good 75 to 100. Stinks. Stinks. <laughs> good dudes, though. Dudes. <laughs> Hey, I love it. And people were like, oh, who's he talking about in the Bulls? I mean, he's not talking about, like, Zach. There's zero chance he's talking about Zach Levine. If you follow Zach Levine on social media, this guy's, like, running in the sand with his dad right. in the dead of the summer. That dude is working out all Come the on, time. stop it. Like, we're not talking about Zach Levine. Probably there. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> a random name. Oh, did I say that in the mic? Whoops. What a random name. Why Tristan Thompson? I don't know. Just he's just kind of annoying. Sounded good? Yeah. 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 I, you know, he's, like, involved with the Kardashians or whatever. Yeah. He has, like, kids with them or something. Yeah. Oh, man. Come holler at me on my other station, and then we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll keep, keep that me up to date on that. Um, but, you know, Pat Bev came out and same, said the same thing, right? He said, hey, man, there's guys out here that do not love the game. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, as a ve- if if it were someone that was on the Bulls, I think there's some responsibility on a guy like DeMar and Pat Bev to get them to change that mindset. Yeah, right? man. I, I mean, mean, DeMar's telling it like anyone under the age of 20, you're coming with me in L.A. and you're working right, out with me. Right, you He know? did say that. I did remember when he said yeah. that. You're absolutely right. So he is doing that. So you want to shout out DeMar for that. But, I mean, yeah, in a league of 450, there are some guys that, damn, never have money in their life. That once they get a little bit, I can see where they just think they're nice. And then they don't really care, 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 and love it the way that they— Because your homie told you you were nice. Because your homie told you you were nice. <laughs> 
Moms came through and said, "Man, my baby is good." And he's like, "Damn, my mom said I'm 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 nice." What do you guys? Why you, you think guys... that's Ben Simmons? Do I think that's Ben Simmons? Do I think Ben Simmons loves the game? It's tough. <sighs> loves trolling with his former teammates, but I don't know if he loves players involved. <laughs> yeah, facts. I just don't want to like crap on the guy that I don't really know for certain. Yeah, right? I, I I agree. Now the hater in me, the, the like the hater, the petty hater in me is like, "Come on, he's from Australia." Like, are you really loving basketball? Are you are you a seven foot dude that was been dominating and you're like, I'm about to be a millionaire? Then you're dating like Kylie Jenner, dollar in the bucket for the B ninety six reference. You know, you're dating. You know, Ms. I mean, he Je- went to Ms. LSU. Jenner. Like, what? I mean, like, you know, not, nothing no, wrong pipeline, with LSU. Pipeline. You know, you got to give him the money. Somebody gave him money. That's you know true. What I, mean? well, yeah, I think his uncle actually is like an assistant or something. Come there. on, we yeah. know how that goes. When it don't make sense, it makes dollars somewhere along the lines in the path. Uh, but yeah, so guys like that. I mean, again, it, it happens. But you know who does care about basketball? Victor Wembanyama, Scoot Henderson, guys that could be members of the Chicago Bulls uh, in about 37 minutes when this uh, lottery starts. All right, we're going to pivot from uh, from baseball, or excuse me, from basketball. We are going to talk a little Cubs, of course, leading you into the pregame. Uh, Zach Zabin got the call, 635, first pitch, 710 right here on 670, the score. And I did want to ask you about this because, you know, everybody was like, should they have taken Jameson Tyone out of the game at that particular moment, right? He had settled in. And for me, it was more like I understood the question, but for me, leaving him in was more about giving him that fifth inning to because he hadn't reached that point all season. Right. So for me, it was a mental thing. Like, whatever, bro. Leave him in. He settled in. Let him do his thing. And I literally was watching the game, and I was like, what are they going to do? And I was like, are they going to, are they going to leave him in? And I was like, I knew because I literally talked about it on this show yesterday. The fact that Tyone hadn't had, you know, uh, 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 any outing where it was five innings yet. And I understand that some of them were because he was coming back from being hurt. I understand that. And the the, the uh, expectation was for Mr. Azalea Al- to come in and take eat up a lot of the innings. But I, I was interested in what you thought, Sean, in that moment. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I understood when they pulled him. I, I would have been okay with him going another innings. Like I said, like you were saying, I thought he settled down. Like, he looked good. And honestly, like, Chris Morrell makes that catch in left field. He's coming out with no inning, or no runs yeah. in that first inning. So, which, like, I think everyone blew that out of proportion. No because, Mar- no, because Morrell's made a, a couple couple plays like that. And, and sure, over the last but couple games. Ian Happ has been kind of bad in left field. Hold year. on, hold on. Why are you throwing somebody I, else I, out I there? love Ian Happ. He's still a gold glove. Yeah, but we were talking about Christopher Morrell and the, and the errors and the, and the mistakes that he's making. Right, right. right. But I, I was just saying, I understood them putting Morrell okay. out there, like, give him a shot whatever yeah. but yeah i mean like i don't know i think everyone made a bigger deal about the the michael fulmer situation the yeah like that guy like he looked really good he just gave up a two-run shot on a yeah. ball that's a fly ball in like i think like 26 of the 32 ballparks or yeah ballparks, so yeah i mean it was it was tough you did it's a head scratcher and it's for, to some people right but of course right. i mean rossi knew, you know felt confident about doing that and it just you know ended up backfiring and sometimes it happens like that but jameson tyone Four and two-thirds, gave up seven hits, four yeah. runs, obviously, in the first. Um, but Rossi talked about um, Tyone settling in after having that rough first. They jumped on him early, um, you know, didn't have a whole lot of time to settle in. They were, they were on everything, hitting some balls hard, had some soft contact, some hard contact, uh, just then not able to finish, you know, hitters early on. And then he kind of settled in a little bit and, and cleaned things up. Uh, a little bit, and then you know, Husey and the bullpen came in, did a pretty good job there to the Dubon, the, the two strike ball down the down the right field line, nice piece of hitting, and then obviously the Bregman home run. Those are the worst kind of outings, though, for a pitcher. You know, where you just get into the bump first thing, you're trying to feel yourself out, and then all of a sudden they smack you for four, and then 
you finally do settle in, and you're like, damn, I wish I didn't have that first inning. So that sucked. But Jamison Tyone talked about it himself. Definitely got in a rhythm. Um, I thought coming off the mound in the first inning, I honestly, I know I've said this before, but I thought I made a lot of good pitches. Um, a couple balls fell. Um, it was one of those things where, again, just kind of drawing the fine line between, like, okay, something needs to change. Let's see what their approach is. What are they looking for? But also, like, we're making a lot of good pitches. Um, let's not, you know, do anything crazy. Let's just get in a rhythm and try to settle down and give this team length. So, I mean, I wanted him to stay in the game, you know, at that and maybe, you know, get out there for, for the, the next inning. But, uh, you know, he talked about whether or not he wanted to stay in the game. I definitely pride myself in being able to go deep in games. I feel like that's something that makes me valuable is that I can – you know, help the bullpen and find a way to settle in and make adjustments and go deep. Um, you know, and with an open base to Tucker there, I thought I probably could have been smart and pitched around him. But at the same time, like, Husey comes in, gets the job done. We hold the line. Uh, we have an off day coming up. We have some new relievers in the bullpen. So, like, I totally understand it. And also, I didn't do myself any favors by only going two and two-thirds last outing. Um, you know, I think that was probably in the back of their minds a little bit, too, of, like, it's not just a pitch count thing. It's an ups thing and stuff like that. So, um, you know, going forward, I'd obviously love the opportunity to get guys out and go as deep as I can. But also, like, I understand the matchups and what the sheets say and, you know, my injury and what I'm building back off of. His PR person taught him well because that's exactly what you're supposed to say. But if you read between the lines, you understand he wanted to stay in that game. I, I was brought here to eat up innings, and I was in a position where – not that he wanted the victory, but I was in a position to go a little bit longer. And, really, again, it was about building confidence in Jameson Tyone. That, to me, was the reason why I felt like he should have been left in the game. But, you know, Cubs get an opp- another opportunity today to knock off the Astros again. Uh, Cubs sending out Justin Steele, going up against Christian Javier. So, should be a good one. First pitch, 7, 10 p.m. Pre-game starting right after this. All right? And don't forget, 7 o'clock. If you're interested in some NBA talk, download the Odyssey app and hang out with you there as we discuss the NBA draft lottery. Got to thank Sean Sears and his Angry Birds intro. <laughs> I knew you had it ready. <laughs> I knew you had it ready. All right. I'm out of here. Next time you hear me, tomorrow, 6 p.m., right here on 670 The Score. All right. Uh, mi gente, my people, hasta la próxima. Until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez, and this is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Va faire lever peut-être Marcel Cerdon, le double pump en chassis une fois. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.